Hey TRB fans, Lacey here. Still looking for the perfect gift for Valentine's Day? Head over to jewelrybrands.shop for awesome Star Wars necklaces, earrings, cufflinks, pins, keychains, and more. Whether it's for the Padme tier Anakin, the C-3PO tier R2-D2, or the Han tier Leia, jewelrybrands.shop has the best gift ideas from your favorite galaxy far, far away. And while you're there, make sure to use promo code TRB at checkout for 10% off. And may the force and love be with you this Valentine's Day with jewelrybrands.shop. Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. We are live, baby! <laughs> Woo! Woo! I'm John. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sorry if I clipped your ears out. I'm going to tone it down a little bit. But we were supposed to have an episode out today. Had to delay it a little bit. So we said, why don't we just do a live episode tonight? So here we are, live. We're doing it live. F it. Here we are, youtube.com slash Star Wars News Net videos. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you have to duck out at all, shame on you, but uh, it will be on the podcast feeds after, so don't worry about that. Just like a normal episode, we'll get it up on everything later. But we're glad that you are joining us. If you are joining us live, do us a favor. Do the, the typical things. Share it. Tweet it out. Let people know. Come on. Hop in the live chat. Come hang out. Like the video. Leave a comment. And if you want to use the Super Chats, the Super Chats are available. You have your comment read on the show. And later, I'll let you know when to start sending in questions uh, for Ask the Resistance. Super Chats will be moved up. But we're going to try to get through as many questions as we can as you put them in the live chat later on. Uh, But James and Lacey with me as always. Uh, We're doing it live. We're back. We thought we weren't doing lives for a little while, but we (laughs) kind of had a situation where we, we... we can't just not put out an episode today, so mm-hmm. let's just make one now, right? Yep. Lacey, what's going on? We're doing it. I'm excited. I love doing live shows. We haven't done one in a while because we used to do them for Mando every week, guys, uh, Mando Fan Show. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a while, but it's nice to interact with you guys live. I love that part of it. Um, and we have some good topics to discuss today that I oh, think yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah, be a good time. Yeah, definitely James. some interesting topics <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of different things going on. Some uh, re- production-based uh, actor drama, some mm-hmm. video game rumors, uh, some location, old-school Star Wars set stuff. So a lot to get into. Uh, before we do that, though, um, we just want to give a shout-out to our friends at Jewelry Brands, uh, jewelrybrands.shop. They have yeah. all sorts of Star Wars merch. They have other brands, too, like Marvel and stuff like that. But we're Star Wars fans. They have you know pins. Uh, rings necklaces any sort of thing that you can think of uh in terms of a star wars collectible in that in that realm is there so go to jewelrybrands.shop use trb at checkout for 10 percent off uh jewelry brands is awesome um all right james we are going to get into what you were just uh, alluding to here so let's why waste time let's hop into the (laughs) resistance report yep we're going real flashy with this one watch this there it is. <laughs> There's the big transition, guys. Magic. Yeah. Um, well, guys, let's. I guess let's just get into the big story this week. It would obviously be Gina Carano fired from Disney and Lucasfilm, and uh, her future with Star Wars is over. Uh, you know, at the moment, possibly forever. So, um, I mean, 
I, I don't know what to tell anybody who d- hasn't heard of this story other than she's just been known uh, for her social media presence for a while now. And there's been a lot of back and forth revolving around this particular actress. And uh, should she be involved with something as big as Star Wars and the property b- based on her personal views and other things like that? And um, it just came, you know, the other day um, that just almost felt out of nowhere. It was like, oh, yep. It, they they finally pulled the trigger. She has been fired. She's been let go. She's no longer working at Lucasfilm or involved in any of the projects. And then it felt like everything just started pouring out. Like everybody who had kind of heard things before were like, oh, that news is out. Cool. I'll share what I know about the situation. And just as the evening went on, it just felt more and more um, that people were opening up about like, Oh, Disney actually met with her and and told her not to do this stuff, and and uh, they were looking for reasons to get rid of her and all this other stuff. So, um, the the main story here that we're going to be talking about, uh, though, is not so much like I want to say we're we're not really a political podcast. We're we're Star Wars podcast. We're talking about Star Wars, so it's not so much like do we think this is the right decision or should they have fired her or anything like that? We're basically just going to talk about the facts and we're going to talk about the future of like the Mandalorian um, is my understanding. So John, John, why don't you uh, take us into the discussion here? Gina Carano, no longer part of star Wars. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things when I heard it, uh, I was surprised that they made the move because I thought it was going to be one of those things based on how the last year has gone where it was, you know, look the other way, we separate actor from person and uh, that sort of thing, because that happens a lot in Hollywood. There's a lot of uh, worse people that are still acting today uh, that have done crazy things and um, just how it is sometimes in that industry. But um, yeah, Gino Carano getting fired. I, I won't say I'm necessarily surprised. Uh, she's been kind of digging her hole, her own hole for a while now. And uh, I don't know what kind of PR team she had, but they obviously couldn't get a whole couldn't get a wrangle on her or they couldn't figure out how to reel her in in any way. Cause if I was her and no matter what, what kind of beliefs you have or what kind of political conspiracies or thoughts you have, and you have that kind of cush gig, like just shut your mouth. But she just kept doubling down and it kept getting deeper and worse and hurting a lot of people to the point where it looked like Disney was like, we got to, this is having her a part of our programming is not worth this. Um, so, and when you hear about the reports that they wanted to have her be the star of, uh, likely the Rangers of the new Republic, and they were going to, um, kind of announce that as a part of the webcast back in December, that means this has kind of been something that they've been dealing with behind the scenes. And when you release somebody, I'm not saying Gina Carano is Meryl Streep or a a list actress, but it's a big deal. And she probably had contracts. She probably had stuff. If she was supposed to be a part of, the Rangers show, there's probably dealings there and mm-hmm. contractual stuff. So, you know, fans going on this thing, like saying, you know, Lucasfilm is not speaking out. Uh, silence is, is being complicit and all stuff. Like there's probably a lot of legal aspects to this that they were exploring. That's a lot harder than fans on Twitter understand that I don't understand, but I'm, there's a lot of complexities when it comes to this, these sort of decisions. And sometimes they take a lot of time, a lot of deliberation, a lot of thought from a lot of people and a lot of moving parts. And they came to, de- to the decision to move on. Now, I, I am curious because that's going to be in our past now. What's forward is w- what happens with the show. And I'm very curious about that, whether they recast the character, which is an option, 
um, or write her off, which I think they can do pretty easily because the story of the Mandalorian doesn't run through Cara Dune. She's on the outside as a supporting character, so they can easily put her aside. We're not talking about if this was the, replacing the Mandalorian or if Grogu had uh, an offensive social media presence. That would be an <laughs> issue. But uh, those two have been on the straight and narrow so far, so good for them. But that's where I'm at. She, she's gone, I mean, and uh, both, we, we move both- forward. Grief and Kara had diminishing roles in the second season. Like they were, they had their important yeah. like moments. Um, yeah. But I feel like we went through the entire second season and said like, oh man, I had a really good time. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because of those particular characters anyway. So uh, just moving forward without them uh, seems to be a, a likely option. Although um, and I didn't talk about that at the beginning. We'll get to Lacey here in a second because I, I want to hear her thoughts on this. Absolutely. But I do want to mention that, you know, th- one of the things that came out was the possibility that, um, uh, you know, it was it was the person's sources. So if you want to follow sources on Twitter, sources says that uh, Gina Carano was supposed to come out at the um, Disney Investors Day meeting and announce her new show. Um, and and they That's what I had said. already... Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, but that, but, but that it was supposed to be Rangers of the New Republic, and when you know, where does that go? Um, so that that was all part of this. Um, Lacey, what are your thoughts on the future now that Gina Carano is not involved? Well, I think this is not a surprise. I don't think any of us are surprised right now that this happened. I think that when you're in the spotlight and you're given an opportunity, like being a part of Star Wars, you aren't just taking an acting role. You aren't just cashing a check. You're becoming an influencer and someone with a big spotlight that comes with a lot of responsibility and that comes with good and bad. And people have their own opinions But there's a difference between having opinions and hurting people. And when you get to the point that you're hurting other people and you're not listening, and I can tell you right now that Disney did not just decide one day they were going to fire her. Just like John said, there's definitely a process that goes through with these companies, big companies like Disney. I'm sure she got told several times to stop or had meetings about it. And the Mm -hmm. thing that's shocking to me about today is not necessarily that it happened, but the language that was used in the announcement, abhorrent and unacceptable, like that is very specific language. And I'm sure you guys can Google any type of like, we've parted ways, you know, creative differences, that type of thing. Like this is very Mm -hmm. specific language. Um, But my thought about it is that I loved Cara Dune, the character. I I was so excited when she joined the show. I was so excited about this character in season one. Season two, like you guys said, she didn't have a big crazy part. Some of her lines weren't that great. It's whatever. Um, But the idea of this new Ranger show was really exciting to me. So I think overall, this whole scenario, there's good and bad on both sides and there's bad stuff going on in in the whole jumbled mess of it all. the fans are really paying the price because now you don't get to see that character anymore in the way that it was meant to be seen through John Favreau. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he thought of it, he cared about it, he picked her specifically, and now it's not being seen. And I'm not saying that she didn't do anything wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's really unfortunate that we're not going to get to see that character anymore. Um, that being said, 
I think you can still perfectly have a Rangers the New Republic show without her. I think you could either recast the character. Um, a lot of people are throwing around Lucy Lawless, which I think would be a great option for that character. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves her. She's done roles like this before. Um, yeah. And our buddy Paul, I he could lead that show on his own. <laughs> uh, yeah. Carson Tava. He could do yeah. it. So just give him the show. Let him be the lead. Uh, he deserves it. He's so kind. He's worked his butt off his whole career. Give him the show. He's a fan. He wants to do it. Let him have his chance. That's my thought. Yeah. I um, I really think that when it comes to, if if that ends up being true, that she was supposed to lead the show, I think at this point, what they would do is not recast the character, but they would just say, you know, that character stayed on that planet or whatever, just, you know, whatever they want to do. And what they're going to do is they're going to create a new character that is loosely similar and sure. but it's a brand new character you know it's gonna be a um, cara dunes deli on the outer rim that she's going to <laughs> preside over for the remainder of a long time ago in that galaxy far far away yeah we do I've, have an option via super chat which bethany oh. thank you bethany said no more live action cara dune cartoons please cara dune has a lot of potential for a character development and animation is the way to go for her i agree you can get someone else that sounds very similar uh, for the role in an animation form, and maybe that person has a good voice, and then makes the jump back to live action. You know, you, you never know. Definitely yeah. option. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I, the the way I'm seeing the Rangers in the New Republic thing is, that I think that they're they would be very hard. It's it's not the same, but like it almost feels like that argument that they were having, like who could fill Carrie Fisher's shoes as a recast. You know what I mean? It's like. I think that it almost gets into this weird thing where it's like, why even run the risk of trying to recast a character when you could just very easily be like, here's another young woman that everybody loves, you know, that we could bring in and give her her own show. And she gets, she gets to create and be her own character. And everybody's going to love that new character. Cause we're all going to know in our mind that it's the replacement for that character. And that's going to make people like her more. And let's, I, I just think it's such an opportunity and a, and a, um, uh, what do they call it? Not stepping stone, but like jump, jumping points, like for another great character in the star wars franchise and and an opportunity for another great actor to come in and and fill that spot if if we look at history in terms of like popular shows that have had to go through this sort of thing for different reasons uh like three's company when suzanne summers left over her contract issues they didn't recast uh chrissy but they brought in similar looking actress to play her cousin or a friend or a new roommate that filled that gap but was a Mm -hmm. different character so that's probably something they'll explore or just like uh rewrite or write off the character because let's be honest we're not dealing with we're not talking about you know recasting black panther here this isn't this type of problem for lucasfilm they can do a lot of they there's a lot of options for them one could be just write off the character and say you know, we're not going to Navarro anymore. She's there. She's the marshal. And, and that's that. Yeah. We, there's other places this story can go. And, and it, so it's really ultimately when it comes to the story itself, which is what Star Wars fans should really be focusing on, because we want to make sure this doesn't hurt the good stuff about this show. And it won't because John Farrell's smart. Dave Filoni's smart. They'll know how to move forward and, and do what they have to do. I don't see Cara Dune being a roadblock in that journey. So 
I think they put a lot of thought into this and it took a lot of time. And I don't think Disney was ignoring this stuff at all. I think fans just sometimes fans need to step back a little bit, hit the brakes and realize there's a lot more going on behind the scenes with these decisions. That's not as easy as canceling someone on social media because it's like Michael Scott screaming bankruptcy. You can cancel somebody on social media. It doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of people get canceled all the time. Chris Pratt's getting canceled every week on, on, on Twitter. He's still <laughs> in Guardians of the Galaxy. So when it comes to real serious stuff, these companies and these major studios put a lot of thought litigation and all stuff up and down each tier, each level of communication from Disney down to Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy back up to Bob Chappick, PR gets involved. There's a lot of moving parts here. And they probably were working on this for a while. So I think fans do need to give Disney a little bit of a break on this and say, Silence is complicit. They're not saying anything. It's a lot going on. So you got you to give them a little credit in terms of knowing what they want to do. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot over a character like Cara Dune. All right. Well, I do have a question that I just wanted you guys to clarify, which was from Semperfy Danny. Hey, Danny. Uh, and she asked, do we know for sure that she was ever going to lead Rangers or was that an assumption? I believe we talked about how sources are now coming out saying she was supposed to. So if yeah. you yeah. trust sources from big trades, then yes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to take it with a pinch of cinnamon, then go for it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like it was you you, you saw the writing on the wall with Carson Tava giving her the shield and her going through that growth and her having those moments watching Bill Burr's character. It looked like they were setting her up to start something anew. Um, yes. So a lot of that, it, it felt very Nick Fury uh, Marvel-y. So, yeah. We do have a super chat from Samir. Thank you, Samir, who says thank you. recast and thank you, Bethany, Wallace. Before hashtag warrior princess no more problems i think she would be a great choice if that's the route they want to take yeah absolutely we actually talk about um if you guys want to stick around to our monday episode um we talk about who we think would be good recast options Mm -hmm. Uh, another super chat from darth badger like that name he said mayfeld please look bill burr stole that episode that he was in i love this Um, i love this this guy's helmet says clone to kill (laughs) <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's, I think that's a nod to uh, um, is it a war movie I can't think of from the 80s. Well, born <laughs> born to kill, clone to kill. Yeah. Why, um, oh, full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I don't know. Do you guys, real quick, uh, gun to your head, do you think they write her off or do you think they recast? Lacey. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to write her off. I think that's the easier option. I, I do too. Yeah. Yep. Kind of get rid um, of the 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 baggage. <laughs> oh, James. Well, yeah, I know. I agree with that totally. And I, I think that's the way I was leaning towards anyway. I think the recast thing just comes with so many weird problems. And it's just like, just let somebody else just have their own character. Like I would, I would hate to step into that situation and take over a character the, after the someone. The only... I, I think that's what they're going to do. But the only thing that in terms of history being a precedent here is the Iron Man recast of uh, Terrence Howard to um, Don Cheadle. Um, yep. Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. And that's that's John Favreau recasting a character with you know, replacing an actor. It, a big it name depends. Actor with another big name actor, so. Yeah, it depends, honestly, on how much. John Favreau and Dave Filoni want to keep that character around because if they oh, do, yeah. they're going to. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'll see what the audience thinks. Vince Vaughn for Cara Dune. <laughs> <laughs> John, uh, I, I, 
I understand the president of the the recast there, but I, I actually think one of the reasons is because that is the character of of Rhodey is so instrumental in the comics, which is already known property material. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we have to recast this person because we can't just ignore this person. This is like setting up Spider-Man and being like, oh, we had problems with I, our yeah. Aunt May. I know. Uh, what are we going to do? We're not just going to write that character away. We're going to have to bring in somebody different. To I, under, I just I just went by because it was a Favreau thing that it, the actual situation had happened before under the Disney umbrella. There's a, there's precedent there. So I just want to bring that up. I don't think they're going to do that. I think like uh, how they recast they're gonna the Independence write her off, Day president's daughter. How dare you? Mm. Still mad about that. I yeah. Hot take. I'm just throwing out a random casting that like Hot somehow take. annoyed me. <laughs> that movie was Day. terrible on so many accounts, though. I, that is I'm just annoyed that they recast the daughter because the daughter is a successful actress currently. So it's like, uh, why wouldn't you? But anyway, Hot take. In- Independence Day one, not that good. No, that's not. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. No, um, we're going to move on to our next story here, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the the crazy the crazy here. All right, what what do you, what do you guys think of this? Right, so we have um, on Twitter somebody was asking Janina Gavankar, what's with uh, Iden Versio? Uh, what's she doing around the time of the Mandalorian? Asking for a friend. Ha ha ha. And what she did is she took that, quote tweeted it, and tagged a couple people who are uh, in game development um, and said, do you want to let them know? And obviously this led to people thinking, oh, so we're about to get a, uh, a big update on this character. She's probably involved in potentially Battlefront 3. There's a lot that goes into this. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one step out there. It's a little crazy theory. If you like this, hit the thumbs up what if this is our new lead for Rangers of the New Republic? Aiden Versio, Janina Gavankar, and uh, they find they give her the platform to be this character. Uh, the timing's right. The character uh, is the right age, the right involvement. Everything's there. And I don't know, maybe potentially this tweet is, I don't know. I don't want to say that, but yeah, it's involved. <laughs> She's involved in the video games, but like, I, I think this is a good opportunity for somebody at Star Wars to be like, let's elevate this character. Yeah, maybe. Uh, before we do that really quick, I just want to okay. throw up some super chats. <laughs> so Samir, thank you for the super chat again. He said, exactly, James. She's not big enough. She's not a big enough character to not recast her. Talking about Cara Dan. Huh. Followed by closely by the kind of vacants. Mark, thank you for your super chat. Said Carson Tava, they need to be stopped before it's too late, but we can't do it without local support. Enter yeah. Rangers of the New Republic. Carson, actually, never mind. I can totally <laughs> do it myself. <laughs> That's pretty he funny. Could. He yeah. could. I mean, and th- thanks for getting thanks the local support for Just the super chats. Appreciate it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Lacey, um, what, what do you make of this? Um, I love this that first of all, she's engaging with fans this way. It's super fun when you see people that are involved in Star Wars like doing that little tease thing. It's always fun to not only see happen, but to discuss on shows like this. Yeah. Um, I actually really like your idea, James. Although I'm on the Carson Tava train and 
I prefer that to be my ranger. I but mean, he's this, in it. He's a, but this he's a big is part. very cool, especially because mm. uh, Mitch, who is one of the writers of Battlefront, went on to like give a list of all the things that. Uh, she currently is doing in the timeline of the Mandalorian, a former rebel, ex-special forces, a war hero, married, friends with Shreve, uh, about to be... Sheev? Is that Sheev? Shreve. 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 Oh, my God. Pronounced that wrong. Far away. Shreve uh, Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, looking across the room, guys, at this tiny, yeah. tiny text. Uh, anyway, yeah. about to be a mother and ready for more stories. I just yeah. love the statement of ready for more stories. We say that a lot with uh, makes all two happen. I'm wearing a shirt right now. Um, I'm this excites me. I, I am excited for new characters. I think once the rise of Skywalker ended, I knew that's what I wanted with the Mandalorian too. Um, and that's kind of like a little bit of the gripe I've had with the Mandalorian that I'm like, Oh, I just want new people. Let's keep going with new people, new stories. Um, and I think mm. that while she is a super popular character within the gaming space, I don't think that general audiences know who she is yet. So they're going to get to experience her in a whole new way. Uh, that, it's interesting because I'm thrown because she tags those two in particular who are mm -hmm. part of developing the story for the character in the video game. But then mm -hmm. you, when you see, to me, when you see both of their responses, Walt saying, whether you're a Mandalorian or a Ranger, I can't think of anyone better to have in your corner. So it's almost like he's teasing, saying she should be in the show yeah. or mm -hmm. in the Mandalorian even. And Which, then you side have note, I did not, I did not see the responses. I didn't realize they put up responses. I only saw that she wrote what she wrote and tagged oh, them. Okay. So yeah. my pitch was not based on their responses. I just was thinking gotcha. of it based on what she said. Brian does agree. He says, yes, I didn't as the new lead. I thought that yesterday. Love that. Love the show, guys. Thanks for the super chat, Brian. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, everybody, for those. Um, and then Mitch Dyer, the other one, said, for those who are curious what she might be up to, I know I am. So either he's playing dumb or he's saying, I hope there's more coming for her that we're not involved in. So mm -hmm. it's interesting to see what, what is going to be made of this. We we have had no details on when that show or where that show is from a production standpoint. Um, we know, I believe that's one of the shows that Favreau and Filoni are producing. So right. Yep. Um, Leading up to that cinematic crossover between book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian which, and Ahsoka, which is a good thing because obviously there were the two, executive producing the Mandalorian, which you're yeah. pulling Gina Carano out of. So if yeah. she was planned for this, their hands are already in the clay and it's not one of those awkward things where you're, you're talking with a completely another, a different set of showrunners. It's all right there in home base and they're probably already kind of working out the kinks on what's going to happen. If indeed the rumor was true that she was supposed to head that show, which again, you can bring in a lot of different characters and better actors. So I don't feel like this is a huge oh my God, here we go again, Star Wars production problems. I think this might be a blessing in disguise. Get some new <laughs> talent there. Absolutely. And we have a super chat from Enna Swede. Thank you very much. Who said, give the Cara Dune character Mando's helmet since he does not need it anymore. Problem solved. <laughs> 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 followed up by Alex <laughs> followed up by Alexander Zukas. Thank you for the super chat who said we need a new fighter to replace Cara Dune, someone with more fight, more muscles, a bigger fish, a jacked fish. Mm. <laughs> Always a bigger fish. Always a bigger fish. Thank you yes. so much. 
Dude, it's Jack gotta Fish. be if they do recast her, it's gotta be. I know we're jumping back there, but I think that's the hot topic tonight. If, well, if they do recast her, it's gotta be someone that can do these crazy action scenes because that was like the really ex- the uh, the excitement about the character. I remember one of the things I said in season one was her talking about carrying these people take after take after take. Yeah, like yep. it was her. So it's got to be someone that is capable of doing that if they decide to do that. Yeah. Look, that, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, we're doing all these arcs and, and, and completing stories for side characters. I'm completely down for uh, a Jacked Fish uh, Disney Plus series. I think that would be something that would just <laughs> go really well with the fandom. I it's a well-liked character. A answer. So, uh, no, you know, again... The, the Janina thing, she's one of those actors that you like hearing talk about Star Wars and her involvement. She is a nerd in herself. Uh, sweet brag here. I met her briefly at the Last Jedi premiere. Very nice person. I think she is someone who you want around Star Wars because she gets it. She understands it. She's fully vested in her character. She doesn't think she's above it. It's one of those feelings that we are seeing more and more with the Marvel side of people and anytime we get Star Wars people involved and actors, even bigger name actors uh, like Rosaria Dawson, just being so engaged, so excited, <laughs> all in, you want to see more of that. And uh, I would love to see Janina involved in that way, uh, stepping her character beyond the video game spectrum. Yep. <laughs> I had to laugh that? at this from Brian Ward. Somehow, oh, yeah. Cara Dune didn't return. I got to say, one of my favorite memes that people <laughs> use from Rise Skywalker is the like Poe, like the two-step Poe. Yeah. Um, we do have a super chat from Dave. Thank you, Dave, who said, just wanted to support the live tonight. Also, recast that darned Thank character. You. Wait, Aiden Verso. Uh, is it Verso or Versio? Versio. Versio. <laughs> Guys, I say every name wrong. If you're just joining now, welcome. This is the full experience. Um, <laughs> introduction would also be cool as she has a solid background story and another survivor. Wink face. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Dave. Yeah, that just leads me to wrap up that story with, um, you know, it hadn't really occurred to me, but um, I, I have a feeling that with those responses that we got, whether you're a Mandalorian or, or a Ranger, it makes me think that the Battlefront 3 or whatever video game they're working on probably takes place in the Mandalorian era. And they're probably looking to incorporate a lot of those characters into the game. Um, and then, you know, because Disney does this thing where they work together. Um, they already have this actress. She probably was involved in the Ahsoka future seasons of the Mandalorian Rangers, of the new Republic. They might've already had ideas to bring her in and she might already also be involved in that too. Um, Cause they've met uh, her. She held out with uh, an episode of the Mandalorian. So they've already yes, met her at she, some point. She yeah. was already yeah. on set. And so, um, so it just seems to me like there's already something in play there. And I think that maybe this might be as simple as saying, Hey, you were you were a, a co lead. You're the lead now. Like we're gonna rewrite some stuff. We're just gonna make you the main character, and we're gonna introduce the world to a character that we've um, we've loved for a very long time. And I think fans of uh, you know the books and the video games and other stuff, you know, has been a fan of this character for a while. So and I think that's it. Iden Versio for Mandalorian era live action. It stuff. would be very yeah. cool. You know what? Like this, this news is so white hot right now, and it's so fresh that it it feels, <laughs> it's yeah, it feels so heavy in the moment with Star Wars, especially in a slow Star Wars news period. It's really encompassing everything. Um, but look at like a show like I like using other examples, so like a show like Roseanne. Like they moved on without Roseanne. 
and they created the Connors. <laughs> so yeah. if you yeah. can take an iconic show like Roseanne after 35 years, literally replace the title character and continue the show on, these shows are going to be all right without Cara Dune. So we're going to look back as more time goes on and be like, oh, yeah, remember that? That was weird. And that's pretty much yeah. going to be it. So uh, it's just crazy that it's happening right now. But I am, I still feel good, really good about the future because in the end, it's Favreau and Filoni. And we owe them the benefit of the doubt in terms of making maybe even something better now. So if anyway. two people can work that story, especially Dave Filoni, he'll be like, oh, this battle killed her. And then she didn't show up because of this event thing that then linked mm-hmm. to this like he'll make yeah, it work yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Fine. um our next story is all about hasbro um lacy recently got to sit down with hasbro so we'll talk about that in a minute but uh the main thing here is that the mandalorian has like basically saved them so th- the entire industry you know uh well everything you know is down practically in in the world uh and hasbro specifically is down eight percent this year um they're at a loss uh the problem is is that or the interesting thing is i should say is that star wars is up 70 percent um this year uh for overall revenue and that's a big deal so uh let's talk about the has lab let's talk you know the um, Razor Crest and all that. And uh, let's get into what you got to speak with uh, Hasbro about Lacey as well. What's up? Well, first of all, um, I didn't bring this up with them because the conversation was more focused on their current line, which is the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary line. Yeah. Um, I did drop at the end because I had extra time asking them if they cried that the Razor, set, the Razor Crest blew up because of the HasLab. <laughs> and they laughed and they said, of course not. It's still... Uh, you know, it still means a lot. And then they brought up the reference of Jabba's sail barge and they did the the vehicle for that. So, or the build for that. And that worked yeah. out fine. Right. Um, Whatever they the build int- next is going to blow up for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> it's super interesting. You know, 2020 is a year that everyone will look back on and be like, ugh, 2020. But uh, Hasbro overall as a company is down by 8%, per- 8% but then is up 70% specifically in star wars now you can say that's due to the haslab you can say that's due due to grogu toys all the grogu stuff mandalorian toys the mandalorian mando monday stuff was killer announcing new figures every week every monday for like two months they killed it they did an awesome job like celebration it really did It, it was really really well done um and I chatted with them about the the new line, and I think they're very optimistic that this year they're going to provide a similar experience, not to the extent of something every single Monday, but they're going to be doing live streams probably monthly where they're announcing these new figures and also giving fans updates on stuff down the pipeline. Like uh, they they announced uh, Casca Reeves recently, I believe a new Lando, a couple other figures, but... Um, I'm sure you're going to see more and more uh, Mandalorian figures mixed in there. Yeah, yep. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that the Baby Yoda slash the Child slash Grogu stuff is r- probably 90% of what contributes to that 70% growth. What are they going to do now? They're like, he left and they were like, no. Well, now <laughs> now the, next, the next phase is putting stuff with Grogu on it and then having it talk more and uh i don't know maybe have him holding a mini dark saber or something like that mm-hmm. 
yeah, they should make I mean, a mini dark saber for him. We also aren't entirely positive that Grogu is like gone. Like they could just pick right back up season three, episode one. Yeah, oh, Luke totally. might just get annoid of him and just be like, <laughs> "Oh, stop! I'm no good. way! No way!" He, he threw up in my X-wing. I try to keep that neat and clean. There's blue macaron juice everywhere. Disgusting. All for this, John. John Pedro says, frog lady figure, please. <laughs> I, if they don't make this figure with the backpack and everything, then <sighs> big mistake. Pretty woman, big what if mistake. It, what, if it, what if it's like a weird breakup, John, and he's like... Uh, oh, yeah, John bought man, the uh, baby yeah. eggs one pop figure. I think that's the only... Like, you've never bought a pop figure until this that. It's the only pop I've ever bought. I was like... It's such a controversial thing. It's going to be worth... I'm going to put my kid through college with this thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what if it's like a breakup where Mando's like, I cried every night because you walked away from me. (laughs) And he like doesn't want Grogu back. Mando's a sensitive (laughs) dude. You know? No, I know. Um, That's it, guys. Hasbro. Uh, We got a couple other things we wanted to talk about just real quick kind of stuff to get before we get into the uh, Ask the Resistance stuff. Um, Little things like... um, there was a, a new report that was coming out. There were some pictures that of the Obi-Wan Kenobi set, and uh, we were getting more confirmation that is, in fact, not the Obi-Wan Kenobi set. So stop thinking it. If you see the pictures, stop thinking that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It is, in fact, Andor. Um, and more with this report was just simply that, um, you know, there was also some early rumblings that, you know, the locals were not happy about the... Uh, the stage being there, the set and all the production. And, and, you know, you can almost kind of imagine that to be the case. Um, but uh, we're, we're hearing from people around the area that that's just in fact not true and that they're very excited that the production is there. And there's also even, I mean, like how are you going to argue with that the, the production being there is donating money to the wildlife fund in the local area and everything like that. So yeah. it's like, I, they they just wanted to clear up the um they wanted to debunk the report that the locals are upset about the set and the um uh production being in their location and stuff and that's just not true but it is yeah. also andor andor that's filming there um right. the other thing that we wanted to mention too is there's a rumor right now that if you are a fan of the old star wars republic commando game it is in fact coming to switch i say in fact but it is a rumor um and this <laughs> I know it is in fact coming as a rumor. Yeah, I'm I'm not very good with my words right now. Um, <laughs> doing talking. All right, no, but uh, long story short is uh, there's a there's a tweet that went around that was uh, hey I I'm getting this notification from and it was Aspire and we're hearing a lot about Aspire and we we talked last week about their uh, their very clear step into what is about to be a. a um, star wars and a very uh large property and stuff like that and now they're also being involved here with this star wars republic commando i don't know maybe it's all snake oil but at the end of the day um it looks like they might be bringing this game to switch and that seems to be very common for uh star wars you know updating their games and bringing right. in current consoles that's not even star wars that's just games in general so if yeah. you're a fan you you might be looking for it soon um, and we've got a super chat, so I want to get to that, but that ends the resistance report guys. And we're going to be heading in here soon in a minute to ask the resistance. Yeah. So I just wanted to <clears throat> bring up the super chat because it had to do with that quick story about Hasbro. Frank Grande. Thank you for the super chat said star Wars, Mon Calamari sweater, black series. That 100%. is going to yes. be a tough figure to get. I just yeah, already know it. Cool. Tears. That I'm gonna shed. <laughs> they're gonna be up eighty percent just introducing that the- that character. That yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. All right. Ahead, so, yeah, well, we have, uh, looks like another super chat. Want to get yep, to, it's right? a question. So uh, we'll right. get to Hold that. Me um, for the next seg segment. Right, well, it is, it is from one of these folk. So let me say a quick um, thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. If you do want to support the show, uh, we start tiers at $2 a month and we really appreciate it. We also have other tiers going through the ranks, which you get uh, content, 10 mini episodes every month. We have a Discord server. Generals make it on the show. We have private calls with our admirals and generals. We have monthly mailings. A lot of cool stuff as a thank you for your support of us. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. I want to say a special thank you to our generals, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, who we're going to hear from in a moment here, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Beer Fett, Bethany, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gellner, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, Frank Rande, and Val Trichkoff. Generals, thank you all so much for your support. Thank you. Can't do it without you. Even a live stream like this being smooth and, and uh, off without a hitch um, is thanks to a lot of your support, so we appreciate that. So, yeah, so now what we want you folks to do in the chat uh super chats will move up to the front but if you just want to ask a question for us to talk about like we do on ask the resistance just in your comments on the live chat here just use hashtag ask the resistance so we know that you want us to talk about your question on the show and we're gonna have some fun in the next uh, 15 20 minutes or so answering as many as we can and we obviously haven't looked at them yet so we're gonna really test our wits here yeah we're let's have some fun you can put us the... on the spot yeah johnny on the spot so yeah. So, first of all, we have Aaron says Kara done such a John thing. <laughs> that well, yes, I've been, I've been exposed. Yes. And Christian said, in fact, it or it is in fact coming down the line. Everyone's <laughs> right on John thing. I love okay. it. Okay. I like first it. up, we have uh, General Micah Harrison. What up, Micah? Uh, thanks for the super chat. Who said, "Who in their right mind would be mad if they built a Star Wars in their backyards?" TRB rules. <laughs> thanks, Micah. You're the man, dude. Um, yeah, I would not be mad about that. I'd go play. I'd go play in it. Be like, hey, when you guys are done or taking a lunch break, can I go run around and go pew, pew, pew? Wait. <laughs> Aaron also followed up with a question called, <laughs> or not called. He asked a question of what character should join the Mando crew replacing Cara Dune? John, what do you think? I think, well, I think we almost just answered that with the uh, item Versio could fit Iden there. Versio. Yeah. Or just have him have him meet someone new along the way. So it's, it's a large galaxy. Galaxy is always going in different places. They're probably going to try to push the Mandalore angle more. Maybe there's more Mandalorians, or you give a larger presence to Bo-Katan. There's a lot <laughs> of things they can do. Like I really, you know, like I said, this is a white hot topic right now, but it's going to be a non-issue real soon, and we're all going to look back on it with a lot less of a, a mountain than it is uh, right now. How, how about that Cobb Vamp though? That would be amazing. I love Timothy Olyphant. That would be great. Yeah. Definitely great. Okay, next up we have Kyle B who asked, will Ahsoka meet Luke in the Ahsoka Disney Plus show? James, what do you think? Do you think Ahsoka will meet Luke? Yes. Yes. I want it so bad. This is, uh, when I first started this podcast, there was, there was um, the very first show that I was ever on. It was like, what's something you want to see in Star Wars? And I was like, I want a um, Count Dooku book. And I remember when it finally got announced, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. cross that off my list. Right now, 
I live in the era that what I want is I want the I want to know how those two characters met Luke and Ahsoka. And I feel like they have set themselves up so perfectly to do it in live action on Disney's new platform. It's so (laughs) perfect. It's not like there's an argument of they're not going to de-age Luke and they're not going to bring an animated character to live action. Both have been solved. So sort it out, get it, make it happen. It's right there. It, it has to happen. That's got to be the way they do it. I agree. I think it would be super, super, super cool to see that. Okay. Next we have a super chat from Christian. Hey, Christian, thank you so much. Who asks, how was your day guys? John, how was pretty your good. day? That's pretty good. I, uh, pretty good. Yeah. To clear off my driveway <laughs> again, but good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was an okay day. Okay, James, okay. how was your day? Um, my day is exactly like every other day. <laughs> I get up, <laughs> I take my son to school, I come back, I go down to the basement, I eventually come up for lunch, I go back down to the basement. Yeah, it's just this uh, pandemic thing is get it almost got worse for a little bit too. Like I was going to work for a while and then they just kind of said like, no. So now I just don't leave this room ever. I'm always here, but yeah, it's like groundhog day. I got stuff done. Yeah. So yeah, not a bad day. What did I do? Uh, I had a, had a tea, couple teas, um, worked on the podcast. That's like it. That was my day. Good day. I tried a I tried an A and W root beer like flavor packet that you pour in water, and it actually <laughs> tasted like A and W root beer. It didn't have oh. the bite like soda would, but right. the flavor was like dead on. So if you guys want to see, go pick up some of that. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Matt O'Donnell who asks: Marvel is doing a what if series. If Star Wars were to do this, what's a scene you'd like to see, John? It just feels like a can it. of worms for me. Yeah, just I for, feel like I would I hate know. it if Star Wars did it, honestly. I don't know if they oh, really? could handle it. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick one, uh, I would love to see <laughs> 25-year-old Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, fight 60-year-old Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like Alec Guinness versus parade-wearing, <laughs> clean-shaven Ewan McGregor. The Obi-Wan fight-off. Yeah. The hello there off. James, do you have a what if scenario? Mm. Um, I get so anxious. I really don't have one. I like would get so anxious being like, what are they going to do? The first one that popped in my head was what if Ray took Kylo's hand and we, we, they explored the, uh, the last Jedi had she gone with him. Um, Mm. That was the first one that popped in my head. Okay. That's a good one. But see that (laughs) we explored uh this idea on an on an old episode uh which was what if the twins were reversed and Mm. leia was the jedi and luke was the prince um and where that would have gone um and i think we came up with some pretty cool stuff um and how it would have changed the the world and i think that's what if padme had survived remember we did that one too yeah 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 but um i think i think the what if like type of stuff sometimes just plays into like the little changes where things are basically the same but 
Uh, that's why, like, the Ray going with Kylo thing would, like, <laughs> off the rails, right? Everything right. would yeah. probably be totally different. But the switching of the roles, I don't know that things would be that crazy. It would just be weird and different. You're like, oh, this is yeah. strange, but it's kind of cool. Like, Han would probably be attracted to and try to get with the Jedi. And then, that, <laughs> I don't know, it'd be interesting. Just things would mm-hmm. be different there. Yeah. Up next is Ben Potter. Thank you for the super chat, Ben, who said, what is your Star Wars pet peeve? Mine is sometimes spinning into spaceship makes people react and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Could it be like, I guess my question to follow up your question, Ben, is if you're talking like character pet peeves or like just general Star Wars pet peeves, because my biggest pet peeve is the helicopter shot at the end of The Force Awakens. (laughs) Uh, That's an isolated thing. Um, Yeah. I honestly think I know it's a bit, but the the stormtroopers just always missing everything is it it's mm. it's almost too much at this point. Um, really heightened by the season finale, of The Mandalorian, this past uh, season, where all four of them are just mowing down the stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are literally just missing everything. And it's it's <laughs> like we we need like, and every once in a while they do like they hit Poe in the shoulder, and they you know hit someone in the leg, and they hit you know Chewie gets hit by by someone's stray shot. But they need to do they need a sacrifice because in the first Star Wars movie, we see what stormtroopers can do off camera and what they did to the Jawas, right? And that looks like a menacing, calculated, only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise, says Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then the rest of the saga, they're missing everything. So I think we need a reset with Stormtroopers, have a significant character killed by a Stormtrooper so that we can say, okay, that's back on the table now. So now when we watch future scenes where Stormtroopers are there, it's not just the, all right, let's just get through the foot soldiers and move on to the next bad guy. It's something might happen here. We're not sure. So that's all I'm saying. Make stormtroopers accurate. <laughs> I love that the past two questions, the what if, like what could happen scenario, James went on this like rant and then pet peeves, you were <laughs> like, it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people might agree with that though. James, do you have a pet peeve or? Um, I have one that I don't even know if it's true or not. And <laughs> it seems weird to say, but like, and I don't even want to research it because in my head, I just think it's funny that it's the case uh, and it might not even be true. But I feel like every time they shoot a, a door, like a door panel, it does exactly what narration, what the narrative needs it to be. So if right. they need it to stay closed, they shoot the panel to keep it closed. If they need it to <laughs> open, they shoot the panel so that it opens up. And That's I don't know. True. Yeah. I don't I even know if it really it. is true. Like if you pointed to actual evidence of all the scenes, I, I don't even know if that is factually the case. But I feel like that's the case with Star Wars that just for some reason, like shooting the panel door seems to always solve the problem for the hero. Uh, in some way or another <laughs> open the door i just watched clone wars again <laughs> recently and she is uh, they cut through the whole lock they're like open the yeah. door and that opens it but then you're saying like when it comes to the time that they're like shut the door luke shoots yeah. the door. <laughs> yeah uh up next we have frank grande thank you frank with a super chat who said what species oh. in the star wars universe would you choose if you had to choose one and why um i want to be human but if not human probably Probably a Twi'lek. I feel like that would be like really cool. I'd be like a blue one, I think. I'd be a Wookiee. Just you live to be four hundred. 
everyone likes you for the most part you get to <laughs> you get to chill and be like tall and and badass like chewy's the like chewy rocks <laughs> that would be a wookie for sure can you do a wookie noise uh, <laughs> that's pretty good can you do the tauntaun just for fun funsies oh yeah do you have your slippers by your desk still <laughs> you haven't even taken them off the hanger. <laughs> I love that you haven't taken them off the thing yet. They're still, yeah, well, the resale um, value. I'm going to scalp my Tauntaun slippers. Uh, I don't know. My um, Struggling to find an answer, possibly Chiss. Uh, I think Chiss could be cool. It's very similar to human. Uh, but you get a cool skin tone. Uh, and I just feel like in general, like there's no really stupid chiss characters. Like pretty much all of them are like insanely smart. Um, you know, you might not be the smartest chiss, so you still seem dumb in comparison to that character. But right. uh, overall, they are all like highly intelligent, highly um, uh, strategic. They and uh, they just know their stuff. So they they seem like a good oh, race of people. Maybe, but they'll they're laughing. You were like, you I want to be a Chewy because Chewy is so tall and old, and people <laughs> like him and stuff. James, they do. hair everywhere. <laughs> All right, up next we have Christian. Thank you, Christian, with a super chat who said, "Do you think Hasbro will ever make High Republic figures? If they did, would you buy them?" Um, hashtag Just a New Book Club. Hashtag mm-hmm. Ask the Resistance. Thank mm-hmm. you, Christian. Um, from talking with them the other day, they kind of hinted that they could go deep dive into other different mediums. I mean, they've already made that crossover into the animated stuff. They've started blending uh, the real-life actors like Darth Maul. They did the Clone Wars Darth Maul with the real-life one, and they blended the face so you got the same features. Um, they've done, obviously, the video game stuff. I could definitely see them doing High Republic eventually. But it depends which character they would do, I guess. Because it, it, right now it's like every piece of art looks a little different, so they'd have to work on it. But I could see them sure. releasing a couple. John? Like, did they did they make Harry Potter action figures yes. for the books? For the yes. books? Yep. So before the movies came out, there were Harry Potter action figures? I just know I have a three-headed dog action figure. But, but that came. You, you see Maybe I'm that was from? after the first movie. Maybe that was after the first movie. I can't. So remember. I'm. I'm thinking. I can't think of a book series that had action figures made until there was a bigger medium version of that story told. Right, Hunger so Games I, got action figures after the fact. I think it's going to be a thing where if they do end up stretching out High Republic into video games or uh, animated series. I think it'd be perfect for animated series. They already have the, them kind of drawn out. They have the comics. They're also they start... already doing them, the animated stuff. Yeah, but I mean, not the shorts. Like this, this character's name is Joe. I mean, like an actual animated series where oh, it's almost yeah. like the Clone Wars or Rebels type of thing. Then sure. I could see them doing it. But until then, I don't think they're going to make action figures if it's just books. Um, so they'd have to branch I, it out first. I think they hundred percent will. Um, and the the reason is is because number one, it, uh, the High Republic is supposed to be bigger than just the books. They're making it a a thing, um, and they have already um, they add high Re- they added High Republic 
uh, lightsabers into that lightsaber book, that's not a big deal. But they did make a physical one for Galaxy's Edge that you can buy, and it's a higher public character's lightsaber. Um, but the, I think the biggest evidence here is that Hasbro already has made uh, toys for characters that are book characters. So they've made a Captain Cardinal, um, and they have made... But he was um, in the Resistance, right? Yeah, he was in... Um, he was in... Um, <laughs> now I can't think of it. I can't think of the title, but it's the uh, it's the one that was about um, Phasma. He was in Phasma, and then he was in the the sequel there. Um, but they they also did. Um, there's another one. And I just had it in my head, and I can't think of what it was. Um, but, right. but, but well. they do they do <laughs> Legends characters as well. Um, mm-hmm. The, the fan based uh, characters that got you know voted in to being a character. Jaina like Solo. That. Uh, yeah, Jaina Solo. Man, I swear to you, there's one that I'm like, th- this is 100% well, evidence. But I'll think of it in a second. Throwing, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we have another super chat from Luke. Thank you, Luke, who asks, speaking of action figures, uh, what action figures are you guys missing from your collection or do you want them to make? Thank you guys for getting me through these tough times. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Do you guys want me to start? Because I have like yeah. a list. All right. R- it was it was BT and Triple Zero from the comic series. <laughs> Got it. All right. So uh, I would I think that they could definitely make. They haven't made a Ben Solo yet. They haven't made uh, Ray with her yellow lightsaber yet. Um, mostly the things that I'm missing from my collection that I really want um, are any type of action figures of creatures from Solo, a Star Wars story. I feel like they totally dropped the ball there. They did, you know, young Kira, older Kira, young Han, snowy Han, like all those things. Uh, But they didn't do any of the amazing creatures in the Sabacc scene. Like, I want a Therm scissor punch. I want all those other weird creatures that are... You know, on First Light, Dryden Voss's big ship, I want uh, a, a Luleo Primak one, the guy in the little mm-hmm. jar that sings. I want yep. that so bad, and they yeah. don't exist. And um, the last time I talked to Hasbro back in November, I brought this up. I said, hey, is there any chance that you'll go revisit Solo or revisit movies that have already happened because there are lots of different characters and of course they were like oh well we always want to make more characters and we always want to blah 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 but that being said on the back of their 50th anniversary figures is a timeline showing milestones through the past 50 years and highlighted on that timeline is solo so i have a feeling that they will bring back solo figures um maybe not many of them but maybe a couple and i'm hoping for for a therm that'd be great Nice. Yeah, I don't have, I don't collect anymore. I, I was a big Power of the Force guy, series one and two, um, but that's that's dating back a while now. That was like special edition time. But um, I, I definitely, if I'm gonna get into some more stuff, it's gonna be the higher end stuff in the realm of probably Solo, um, just because that I feel like that movie just keeps pulling me, and I like it more and more. And I, mm-hmm. I would love to maybe have some things from that, especially because it's it's it was one of those things that they were on the shelf for so long and people weren't buying them and now people it almost seems like people are treating solo as like a hipster cool let me be let me latch up my wagon to that movie now so and because of the make solo to happen thing maybe but um yeah i think some solo stuff would be cool 
James, do you have any figures that you want or want them to make? No, I mean, the thing is, is like, I don't really buy the figures and any character figure that I would think that I would want, they probably already did make and I just didn't buy it, you know? Um, I'm going to defer to you guys on the, because you guys are right. Like, if they don't have those characters, like, I would think those would be really fun. And I, I want to, the only thing I would request is being able to, I wish people bought more figures because I love going to the Star Wars section in Target and every time I go, I don't know what I'm doing. I always think there's going to be something different there, and there isn't. It's like the same toys. That's because you know, people like, are buying online. I know. I just wish that I wish there was a way that like they could figure out a better way to so that when I went there, uh, I was legitimately surprised by seeing like what you were saying, like a therm scissor punch yeah. or something. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen this one in person, you know, or something cool, but just isn't the case. You know what's missing nowadays? Besides everyone picking up their Make Solo 2 Happen pin at teespring.com slash Make Solo 2 Happen pin. But only a limited amount made. Uh, but is the, the adventure of going to the store and seeing what was there is gone in a sense because people are just going online and you could almost get any figure you want at any time barring some out of stock stuff. But mm-hmm. it used to be... a a scavenger treasure hunt to go find certain figures. And the only way to get them was if your store had them. And I think that that adventure of doing that is lost these days, uh, which is, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Cause I remember even when the prequels came out, how, how awesome it was when the episode one figures were um, this big thing. And uh, I think that's going to be one of those things that is um, the charm of that is, is a bit gone now. So mm-hmm. um but that's how it is. That's how things are with figures and toys and stuff like that's that. That's just now. the way it is. Yeah. Do you guys want to do a couple more questions or? Yeah, let's let's do three more. Okay, so we have Frank Rose here. Hey, Frank, who said, do you guys know when season three of The Mandalorian comes out? <laughs> no. Do you, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. I thought I really. On a, on a recent episode. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah, I really did think it was going to be one of those things that followed right after the book of Boba Fett. But mm-hmm. it sounds like maybe if if the rumors are true, which it's hard to believe them because the site that reported it is the site that was saying Kenobi was filming right now in England and it's filming in April and May in California. Right. They said that Mandalorian season three was started filming in April. I don't know if that's true. But Favreau will tell people like he doesn't mind like showing he'll show he'll show you a picture of something that's going to be in season three and be like, we're rolling Mando. So whenever that happens, just figure probably a year after that point. That's usually the timeline. All right. Next up is Joe. Hey, Joe, who asks, would you guys rather see the first cut of Rogue One or Solo? (laughs) I'm going to say Solo for me. Yeah. Solo. It has to be solo. Yeah. The Rogue One stuff is really cool, but I think like at the end of the day, it just it probably would have been a dumbed down version of the same thing, just kind of like uniquely different. I think solo was like like in a good way, uniquely different. Like I think they were gonna go in a whole different direction with it. And maybe the the story even was similar, but it's like I think their takes and I don't know, just I have I have a totally different feeling that it was the vibe like they didn't fire gareth edwards you know what i mean it's like they had to separate from whatever whatever direction they were going so that makes me think that that further direction of solo is more intriguing nice next we have semper fi danny hey danny who asks 
Uh, do you think Darth Vader will be the main bad guy in Bad Batch and or Andor? I don't think in Andor. Um, I, would, I wouldn't mind him popping up and having a cameo because the time's right, but I don't think he'll be the main bad guy there. As far as Bad Batch, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't think there either. Because then you, you need, I don't know, James Earl Jones doing the voice for a full animated series. I don't think that's going to happen. So he won't be the main bad there either. What do you guys think? I agree. James? Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think it, there's a possibility with Andor just because it's the live action stuff. But when it comes to Bad Batch, I feel like you have four characters that are now like, like, oh, all that Order 66 stuff happened. Let's go over here. And I think they're just going to try to explore and, and do some stuff that's on the outside of what we're typical, um, what, what's going on within the like pol- politics and stuff. So I, yeah. I think they're going to be on the fringe. And it's it's funny, like I see one of the comments saying, you know, Vader's rumored to appear in Andor. Anyone can make, like, this happens all the time. Anyone, like, can make up any rumor and be like, let me roll the dice and be like, hey, I think Vader's going to be in this show. And it's like, Because nothing three- happens if they're wrong. That's the thing, is that when exactly. people do scoops and, and leaks and stuff. And, and some of them are just, like, the logical guesses, like, oh, it's around that period of time and it's the rebellion mm-hmm. against the Empire. Who's in charge of the Empire? Oh, that guy? Yeah. And he's just, yeah. So... I, you know, I don't know. I, I think with Vader these days, he, when he does show up, unless they really do the big thing where they're like, we're doing a Vader movie or a Vader series about, you know, pre A New Hope, he's just going to show up in big moments, but briefly, kind of like Rogue One. It's not going to be he's the main villain throughout a whole season of something. Nice. All right. We're going to end on this last super chat. Thank you, Ben, so much for the super chat, which was what was the last Star Wars thing you bought? Oh, uh, one of the visual dictionaries. Yeah, Yeah, I bought a ton of Star Wars books for preparation for the Schmodown. Yeah, I bought I bought reference books. Yeah. Fun thing? Oh, I, I don't know what, like, if, like, because obviously books are fun, but I'm saying, like, those are reference books. The last, like, fun thing I purchased, probably uh, action figure of some sort, I think. Or no, I got, like, Celebration merch. I bought a Kylo Ren shirt. Um, That's probably what Star Wars thing that I bought. Do you guys have anything this? else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you showed it earlier. Yeah. I think I think mine might be the uh, the Rebels manga. I think that might be my most oh, recent purchase. Nice. Very good. That is that. very good. Copyright. Then yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. So that's it for Super All right. Uh, we want to thank everybody for all of your support. Thanks for tuning in on this live show. Uh, a little impromptu decision by us, but we couldn't let a day go. Without... <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, we couldn't let a day go without an episode. So we uh, had to delay our plans, but we were able to uh, do this for you. And don't worry, this also will be hitting the audio feed. So uh, make sure you do subscribe to our channel. Thanks to everybody who has pushed us over the $6,000 six thousand $6, <laughs> subscriber mark. I YouTube mean, doesn't work that to. way. <laughs> yeah, YouTube doesn't work that way. Uh, the 6,000 subscriber mark, we appreciate that. Um, share the uh, video with a friend and, of course, subscribe on your preferred audio platforms. Uh, but make sure you're also going to StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And if you want to buy some of our merch, teespring.com slash store slash resistance broadcast and as we said before patreon.com slash resistance broadcast if you want to support us and get more exclusive content discord Mm -hmm. mailings 
all that good stuff. Being a part of the Insiders Club of TRB. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over StarWarsNewsNet.com. And if you want to hear me talk about other movies, I have a movie podcast called Just Like the Movies on most podcast apps. Uh, Lacey, what is the deal? What's the deal? People can find me supporting Make Solo 2 Happen on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Nice. And I want a therm scissor punch. So Hasbro, make it happen. Yeah, Great. yeah, absolutely. I'd buy that. <laughs> James? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks and, of course, on this channel doing the, the book discussions thing. We recently wrapped up a lot of the High Republic books and we're officially out of it because I'm currently reading um, the final Alphabet Squadron book, which is going to be coming out in early March. Uh, so there is a video on the channel right now and I'll probably be talking about that in the upcoming future of what happened in the last alphabet squadron book so you can watch that video mm. get a recap oh that's right i remember what happened and then you can jump right into the next book nice and we will be back on monday morning with another episode which is actually going to be a little bit like our typical thursday episodes because we hit you with the news takes our takes on the news tonight so we're flipping the script on you and re restoring balance to the force by giving a discussion type of episode <laughs> on monday morning so enjoy your weekends Stay safe, and we'll see you next time right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, everybody. Like the video. Bye.